Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson-Staveley of Phenomenal Training. Debs. Law, how you doing? Oh, I'm feeling very summery, actually. It's nice to mix things up a little bit and have a change, as good as a rest. It definitely is. Getting summer ready. Love it. So what are we doing? Well, we are very excited to be holding our first of our six-part summer school series, designed for anyone and everyone to learn while you tan, (laughs) while you're sitting there either trying to keep cool or trying to warm up, depending where you are in the world right now, being able to top up your skills. And uh, summer is a great time, isn't it? To kind of renew, refresh and get set up for the final season of the year, which I think for many people is going to be, you know, full of some things to do. So summer's a great time to take some time out to focus on you and upskill and take some time out. So we're really looking forward to this. So summer school 2022, Debs. Bring it on. So this focus is all about about um, growth mindset. So we thought it might be quite cool with our six-part series to focus on the growth mindset, relationships, optimism, W is for wellness, T is for teamship, H is for harmony, growth is where it's at, spelling out that six-part series. So what better place to start off thinking about a growth mindset? Yeah, I love that. And when we think about Carol Dweck, who is considered to be the best person ever that talks about growth and fixed mindset, actually the quote that I really love that um, always sticks with me, and this is her quote, which is, the hand you are dealt is just the starting point for development. How cool is that? Love that. So Debs, everything that uh, we've picked up over the years that people have said they've enjoyed and found useful. Let's find out about the growth mindset, summer school. Let's dive in. Okay, so Carol Dweck's Fixed versus Growth Mindset. If you haven't formally come across it, anyone who has any link to schooling or the education system here in the in the UK, at least, has probably had some kind of influence because her influence on the education system has been huge. Where back in the day, you were either a clever kid or not, Carol Dweck's work has uh, enabled us to look at actually what is cleverness. We're not born one way or the other. Actually, we can be anything that we put our mind to it. So rather than giving feedback on output only and performance, it's much more looking at the input and the effort that went into that, because I can always then build on that effort. Whereas actually the fear can build if we were always thinking that we've got to have a perfect output, for example. Yeah, definitely. It's so fascinating, isn't it? When you think about how just those two words can make such a big difference as to whether you stay stuck or you move on in your life. And I think she sums it up exceptionally well when you're thinking about how do you be authentic? How do you ensure that you are living your best life and, and what that means for you? 
So we kind of brought this to life, didn't we, with our fox versus panda mindset. So Carol Dweck's um, fixed mindset, it's if you kind of like imagine a panda. So a panda is well loved, but just think about the kind of the size and the makeup of a panda. It's very difficult to kind of budge when you're sitting there and where um, it might look kind of easy short term, just chomping away on that bamboo, doing the same thing every day, you know, day in, day out. Actually, it leaves you very vulnerable to finding change very strange and stressful because you might be the last person to realise sitting there in your bamboo enclosure that actually the bamboo is running out and there's a very difficult, different landscape that is there. So that fixed mindset is this is who I am and this is what I've done and I'm going to wait here until things go back to how they were and then I can continue that fixed path that I have for myself. And although that might be easy short term, it makes then the prospect of change and uncertainty incredibly stressful because you're worrying about not being able to be as good as you once were because who I am is me forever. I'm kind of fixed in this kind of mindset. So that idea of that kind of panda, and of course you never see a skinny panda. So <laughs> short term, it's easier, yeah, isn't it? To just it think, is. oh, I'm not that type of person. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to keep doing the same thing. Yeah. And then you get the same result, right? Absolutely. And if that's not a great result for you or you're missing out some of that trapped potential, then, um, you know, what a kind of a shame sort of with that. Whereas that kind of uh, growth mindset, which is I can be anything I put my mind to. My past is a reference rather than a residence. And uh, the animal that kind of personifies this brilliantly is a fox. So love them or hate them. They are incredibly versatile and resourceful. So that you might have been trained to hunt but things might have changed in your life or your industry or profession might have changed. You might now need to forage and go about your day-to-day in a slightly different way and better done than perfect. And hence, we've got our word flexible. You know, when there is so much uncertainty and things are just emerging and things are in a state of flux, we have to, uh, you know, grow as we go and kind of be okay with being out of our comfort zone. Yeah, definitely. And it's so important, I think, to then think about what's your purpose and what are the values that are going to enable you to live that best life, to be able to adapt and flex and change as and when it happens. So we can take a bit of a deep dive, even deeper, and explore the ocean bottom to think about what's going on with our purpose and values law. So purpose and values, such an important topic to think about. And that question that people often say, well, what's your purpose in life? is just huge. And sometimes we're not in the right place to be able to explore that. But what we have to think about is then how do we start to go about finding our purpose and what is important to us and the values that are going to underpin that so that we can live our best lives and live that compassionate existence, um, which is sort of linked into being authentic and being your true self, having the ability to say what you want to say, be assertive in your approach and really believe in you. So it has a huge part to play in who we are as people. And I know one of the things that we do with teams sometimes is get them to think about, and individuals, to think about the highs and lows of your life, which is huge. And we're not asking everybody to go back there and really undig some of the past, but just to take a moment to reflect on, you know, what were some of those high moments in your life? Because they're the moments that you are probably living your purpose 
really loving everything you're doing, has an enormous amount of joy and reward in it. It's not necessarily easy, but you know you're at your best when you're you're doing that. And on the flip side, when we are and we do have those lows, for me, they're the lows where our values come into play because they're a bit like the measure that we've got to tell you if your life is turning out the way you want it to, what is good, what is bad about it, and what's desirable or undesirable. And it's the way that we live and work, really. So if we can start to understand what our values are, they can then help shape what our purpose is. Our values enable us to prioritise everything in our daily life. So the decisions we make are normally led from our value set, and they're all different for everybody. But they I suppose they provide us with a great framework that enables us to be our best. It links into how we behave, um, as you said, the way we make um, decisions, but also how we contribute to the world around us and the relationships that we have around us. So when we're thinking about our purpose and values, it's worth just taking that moment to really think about the highs is probably you're living your purpose. The lows are when your values are maybe are being challenged or maybe getting you to think about making that decision based on that as a way of living your life. Love it. Love it. And we always say if anybody's doing, you know, their highs and lows and they want to have you know, sort of more exploration around it to really understand the impact that has on them and how they live every day, then, you know, we always offer that discovery session, don't we, where you can reach out to us and then you can have your own discovery session around the importance of your values, but the importance of your purpose as well. And Debs, it really can be life changing that mm. moment, you know, whether it's in the back garden, whether it's at a corridor, whether it's just a moment listening to something like this, yeah. you know, and just taking a moment to reflect. So just to join the dots up, what link have you seen as a coach mm-hmm. with individuals and with teams that joins the dots up between being more um, tuned in to your purpose and values yeah. and having a growth mindset? So the type mm. of mindset that is able to thrive through times of rapid change and uncertainty. Yeah, that's such a good question. And I think for me and observing that when people do that, they suddenly if you like, wake up and realise that their life is worth living and they can live that life looking for the opportunity. They can live that life thinking about what can be done rather than go, oh, I can't do that. I'm not going to learn that. I'm rubbish at that. It actually builds people's confidence up because they're looking at it from that optimistic frame rather than the pessimistic frame. So when you're looking at the possibilities and the opportunities oh my God, that's when you go, actually, there is a different way we can do it and we can live a slightly different life with really minor adjustments that enable us to, um, I suppose, behave, interact, build great relationships with people because we're really clear on what that means. And it takes a level of bravery, I think, with a team to really explore that. But also as individuals, it enables us to think about us and the way we contribute to the world and the people around us. Love it, Debs. And actually your language you just used there about it being some, might be minor adjustments that have kind of major impact maybe, you know, put you on a different path sort of for the future. And I think that's such a useful kind of type of language to use about, you know, for anyone that might be feeling a little bit lost or a little bit kind of off course because it might have been a couple of years that were a bit unplanned when you kind of mapped out your, you know, your life when you were a bit younger, then this is getting the compass point back again, yes, isn't it? It's kind 
kind of getting getting just circling around a little bit to to just find again and reorientate where is that kind of north um and of course that could be uh you know a sort of a first step but um i think what can be also quite useful is just looking at the coordinates of where you are at kind of right now so what we'll look at next is a little bit more of a kind of down and dirty exercise that we kind of say which is a great way if it feels a little bit too much to think about those big questions at the moment purpose and values you can also do it kind of bottom up so we'll take you through a really practical task that just uh, exercise that just enables you to just kind of read what's going on at the moment Okay, so this six box exercise. So for our kind of most avid listeners, you might have remembered we we covered this in one of our earlier episodes. And it is one of those ones, Debs, isn't it? Which time and time again, um, you know, friends in both kind of professional and personal networks will kind of tap us up for, have you got that six box exercise again? I kind of either want to run it with myself or run it with a team. It's one of those real simple ones. And um, it works great for anyone who feels like their life is maybe a little bit messy at the moment and they want to have a growth mindset because it enables you just to tidy up and organise your priorities. It also works well for anyone who maybe is feeling a bit empty and a bit lost and is thinking, right, I know I'm kind of due some kind of change, but oh, it all feels a bit much. I'm not sure where to start. So the six box exercise kind of does what it says on the tin. Get yourself a blank sheet of paper map out six boxes and title those six boxes with six areas of your life that are relevant and poignant for you right now. So it could be everything from health, wealth, business, finance, family, friends, hobbies, leisure, love, relationships. It could be any kind of those those kind of things that are, are important to you. Um, but I can think there are a couple of things that just help make this really practical. First off, assign some kind of time frame. So whether it is a 30 day, 60 day, 90 day time frame, and then that just removes the pressure from this having to be the life plan forevermore. So just at the top, write the date of today's date, whatever date it is you're doing it, and then just kind of map out whether this is one month, two month, three month. And then this is, this is then the six areas that you want certain things to then happen. And you know, I love things in threes, Deb. Yes. So three positive <laughs> bullet points in each of those six areas. None of them are um, kind of negative things. They're all things that you want to make kind of happen in those um, six areas. And it could be something simple as tidy up my filing, <laughs> um, sort out Pay your my accounts. bedside cabinet. It could be really small stuff, yeah. but it's a little bit more than a daily task list. It's stuff that when you look at it, you know, that's going to help me feel on top of life Absolutely. rather than kind of getting a little bit sort of caught up with it. And that six box exercise is a great way to sit with a friend, a partner, someone in your family, someone who you, you know, you kind of collaborate closely with and just kind of lay it out a little bit. And of course, summer is a great time to just kind of breathe out a little bit. And then especially if you know you've got um, some big things to achieve in, in, um, you know, in the final season of this year. So it allows you just to kind of put into those six areas the key 
um, things that you want to make happen. And the second rule I apply to it, not only is putting a time frame, is it needs to make you smile. Yes. So even if you're not feeling in a particularly smiley mood right now, when you look at that, you feel a little bit lighter, brighter, better. And then that could be a useful exercise to do that then starts to highlight to you those are the types of things that I enjoy, actually. Absolutely. I'm good at that or I'm attracted to that, which then can lead you towards some of the bigger questions we were talking about with purpose and values. Absolutely. And the words you use on that, I suppose six box exercise as well, um, Laura, really important. So again, linking it all the way back to the, you know, the growth mindset is, you know, look for those optimistic words, you know, I might not do that yet, uh, is one of them. I'm I'm on it. I can, I am, I'm able, I will. And it's all those things that, um, again, trigger our thinking into moving forward with that growth mindset rather than staying stuck in that fixed mindset. So definitely foxy and definitely not panderish. Absolutely. And with that growth mindset, then you are starting to put out there your kind of, uh, you know, upcycled version of yourself or the one that is your true self that, you know, you kind of really want to be, you know, that type of person. And sometimes it's just a tiny small things that can help. So six box exercise, really practical. And it starts that conversation that, you know, you're opening up then to what might be around you and, you know, tapping into that growth foxy mindset. Yeah, that's so cool. I suppose the next thing we need to think about as we go through our summer school is there's always an action out of it, right? And there's always a learn. So maybe we can think about what we can um, encourage people to consider over the next six weeks that's going to help them with this law. What do you think? Absolutely. Because what's your phrase, Debs? Wishes without an action are just a dream or something. What's that one? I love that. (laughs) Wishing, yeah, we always call that. And wishing is just the beginning. Wishing is just the beginning. And then we start with that. Wishing is just the beginning. Right then, Devs, let's get into that coaching mindset. So from wishful thinking to tangible action. So with reference to a growth mindset, the first of our summer school six-part series, um, what would your call to action be in terms of really getting into that growth mindset? So my call to action would be to definitely map your highs and lows, because I think that will give you some indication. Um, And when you're focusing on that, um, your six box grid exercise, I think look for the opportunities it's going to give you and value the process over the end result. Love it. My share the secret would be think about someone in your life that knows you well who's aware of your background, your context, all that rich history that only you have, no one else in the world will have that precise set of skills, relationships, experience, you know, the highs and those lows. So um, if it's been a while since you've connected with someone who knows you well, get them to listen to this. It means you then have a shared language and my gosh, you'll be able to have a productive conversation all in the pursuit of how do we tap into that growth mindset. And within that conversation as well, I'd encourage you both to think, actually, what benefit would that bring me emotionally, professionally, you know, in terms of my relationships by being a little bit more into that growth mindset mind? Because just wrap us up, Debs, what was that amazing phrase that Carol Dweck said in terms of what a growth mindset is and the impact that then has on our happiness and success? The hand you are dealt is just the starting point for development. Wonderful. So imagine dealing out a fresh set of cards Aim for the ace. Yes. <laughs> ace is always high. Go for it. <laughs> exactly. It might, be ch- it might be time to chuck out a few twos and threes that you might have yes. there, kind of languishing. 
<laughs> awesome. So hopefully that gave you some chance to think about um, what does that mean in terms of my skills and keeping fresh this summer. Really looking forward to our next episode, Deb. So we're going to move from the G to the R. So that'll be all about maximising the relationships. Yes. Looking forward to that one. So are you going to get your tequila topped up now, Law? <laughs> Absolutely. It's very much a growth mindset that I've then got. It seems to grow, actually, as the evenings kind of go on. (laughs) (laughs) We'll enjoy, Lauren. I'll see you next time. See you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at secretsfromacoach at aol.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're a Spotify listener, give us a rating as it makes it easier for us to share the secret with others.